Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Richmond, and this is the Dwelling Richly Bible Study, where we love God, heart, soul, mind, and strength. We are women who enthusiastically and intentionally dwell in the Word and let the Word of Christ dwell in us richly. You can find Bible studies and video teaching like this on my blog and the Dwelling Richly podcast. Subscribe to this channel, hit that little church bell so you can get notified whenever I drop a new video. Let's get into the Word. All right, well, let's do exactly that and get into the Word. Glad you're here. It is lesson two, and we're on day two of our study through Genesis. Today, we're going to be getting that overview. And, you know, in our last lesson, you guys read all the way through all of Genesis, right? 50 chapters. And congratulations on that, by the way. I uh, hope you had a chance to either be in person with us and hear the message reviewing uh, lesson one, which was the introduction to Genesis and giving you the overview of uh, Genesis and the accounts in Genesis, how to read Genesis, how to think about that. And also at the end of that message, uh, we had some fun dialogue, some great Q&R time, question and response. I was able to uh, engage with you guys right there at Bible study and answer some questions or at least get you thinking about some things. And I hope you have a chance to listen to that message. If you haven't already, I'll be sure to add that at the end of this video so you'll see the link right there. And if you haven't already, today's a good day to make sure you've subscribed and hit that notification on YouTube so that you can get alerts whenever I drop a new video. Make sure you've done that and then say hi, roll call. Let me know that you're here. I enjoy engaging with you and look forward to when I see those comments pop up and hear from you on that. And then of course, if you're just listening on the podcast, welcome. I'm glad you're here as well. You can leave me a comment and say hi. It's like, a, like I said, like a roll call and uh, it's fun to have that community with you guys. Well, let's go ahead and jump in to our lesson and and you'll see here I have on the screen, if I can get that up for you, there you go, lesson two, day two. And the, the setup of this lesson will be kind of the pattern that we want to establish in getting some kind of a routine and setting up order in the, the way that we approach doing our Bible study. It, it'll flow like this, just exactly what you're seeing here on the screen. Uh, there's a space at the top to write your memory verse. We'll be memorizing out of Psalm 104. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. And then we open in prayer and we'll do that in a minute as well. And then we'll be focusing on that memory verse from Psalm 104 and we'll read. So each day we'll open in the same way. And uh, as always at the opening of each lesson, uh, we do a big overview and then we start narrowing in and digging a little deeper. Well, let's go ahead and pray. And today we're going to ask God to help clarify our purpose as we begin. Uh, ask for wisdom and understanding. Uh, we need it, right, to get into God's word. Um, there's a lot to learn, a lot to understand. And we want to ask God to help us to do that. So would you join me in prayer right now? Deep breath. Let's get into the word and uh, give this time to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for our time together today. Thank you that your word is living, it's active, it's powerful, it's effective in our heart and our life. We need your wisdom and understanding today as we read and as we begin to understand more about your great plan and your great love for us as well. Bless our time together in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, our memory verse will come out of Psalm 104. It's verses 33 and 34. And we'll be writing that in the box there today. I'm going to just go ahead and wait because we're going to read all of Psalm 144, uh, 104. And so we'll wait on that for just a quick second. And then uh, we'll get into uh, the actual memory verse part of that. And I also want to try to teach you a song that I wrote to help us to memorize. How many of you do a lot better memorizing when you've got a song, right? 
along there with you. And so as I was getting this verse ready, I had uh, a melody pop into my brain. Thank you, Lord, for that. And I sang, I'll sing that for you guys. And hopefully you'll kind of key into that. And that'll help you to remember your verse as you go as well. And so we move now into reading the word. And again, this is just part of the pattern of what we do in Bible study. So let me go ahead and switch screens here so you can see our passage. And we're going to read all of Psalm 104 and um, chapter 1 plus a few verses in um, uh, chapter 2 of Genesis. Let me go ahead and begin by reading Psalm 104. And as I'm reading, I want you to be thinking about what you've already read. You've already read the beginning of Genesis chapters 1, chapter 2, and of course all the way through. And so as I'm reading this psalm, I want you to key in and connect with maybe the reason why I might have selected this as the psalm to partner with this opening chapter of Genesis. So just listen to the word of God and start picturing it in your mind and uh, making that connection back uh, as to why it might be a good psalm to connect to the opening of Genesis. Here we go. Psalm 104. Praise the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are magnificent. You are robed in splendor and majesty. He covers himself with light as if it were a garment. He stretches out the skies like a tent curtain and lays the beams of the upper rooms of his palace on the rain clouds. He makes the clouds his chariot and travels on the wings of the wind. He makes the winds his messengers and the flaming fire his attendant. He established the earth on its foundations. It will never be moved. The watery deep covered it like a garment. The waters reached above the mountains. Your shout made the waters retreat. At the sound of your thunderous voice, they hurried off as the mountains rose up and the valleys went down to the place you appointed for them. You set up a boundary for them that they could not cross so that they would not cover the earth again. He turned springs into streams. They flow between the mountains. They provide water for all the animals in the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds of the sky live beside them. They chirp among the bushes. He waters the mountains from the upper rooms of his palace. The earth is full of fruit you cause to grow. He provides grass for the cattle and crops for people to cultivate so they can produce food from the ground, as well as wine that makes people glad and olive oil to make their faces shine, as well as bread that sustains them. The trees of the Lord receive all the rain they need. The cedars of Lebanon that he planted, where the birds make nests, near the evergreens in which the herons live. The wild goats live in the high mountains. The rock badgers find safety in the cliffs. He made the moon to mark the months, and the sun sets according to a regular schedule. You make it dark, and night comes, during which all the beasts of the forest prowl around. The lions roar for prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they withdraw and sleep in their dens. People then go out to do their work, and they labor until evening. How many living things you have made, O Lord! You have exhibited great skill in making all of them. The earth is full of the living things you have made. Over here is the deep wide sea, which teems with innumerable swimming creatures, living things both small and large. The ships travel there, and over here swims the whale you made to play in it. All your creatures wait for you to provide them with food on a regular basis. You give food to them and they receive it. You open your hand and they are filled with food. When you ignore them, they panic. When you take away their life's breath, they die and return to dust. 
When you send your life-giving breath, they are created, and you replenish the surface of the ground. May the splendor of the Lord endure. May the Lord find pleasure in the living things he has made. He looks down on the earth and it shakes. He touches the mountains and they start to smolder. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God as long as I exist. May my thoughts be pleasing to him. I will rejoice in the Lord. May sinners disappear from the earth and the wicked vanish. Praise the Lord, O my soul. All right. So we're going to be memorizing this verse, and I'm going to go ahead and have us memorize it in the New International Version, simply because uh, that is the version that I ended up writing the melody for. So let me go ahead and call that up. We'll scroll all the way down here. You'll see it here on the screen. And we're going to write that in our upper box here. But I'm going to sing it for you, just a simple melody, and try to try to sing it. Maybe go back and replay this and, and catch it and, and listen to it. And then that'll help you to memorize it as well. It's a real simple melody. It goes like this. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. All right. So simple. <laughs> uh, repeat that, you know, go back and rewind that and see if you can get that going. And then take a minute to download the app. Uh, download the app. Download the screensaver. Uh, I'm going to see if it'll show up on the screen if I show you on my phone, but you could just go to, there you go. <laughs> Can you see it there? Yay! That way the verse will be right there in front of you. Just get the wallpaper for your phone. You can get that. I'll put the link right here, right there, right there. Um, or at the end of the video, I might even stick it there in the show notes, but uh, go ahead and get that wallpaper. Why not just stick it on your phone? I'm going to make uh, all of the Bible verses that we memorized during this study as a wallpaper. So you can put it on your phone, keep it there, and it'll help keep God's word right in front of you as we go through this study. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and read now Genesis 1. 2, 1, 1 through 2, 3, and I'll read it out of the New English Translation. And if you saw me clicking these buttons here, this is through Bible Gateway, by the way. And if you add parallel, uh, you can select which version you want. I've got it already set to bring up the New International Version, but you can which you can do whichever version you want. Uh, it'll actually open up. You can get five versions to show at the same time. Sometimes I, I get three going. You can see here NET, New International, and the English Standard. Just for the sake of, of simplicity on the screen, I'll go ahead and close those out. And let me go ahead and read uh, Psalm, I mean, uh, Genesis 1, 1 through 2, 3. And you'll see on your lesson page here, space for you to start writing some notes. So I'll um, go ahead and read these reminders to you. And then as I'm reading, you can pause and jot down your notes as we go through it. Um, here's your reminders. Uh, scripture references are from the New English translation unless noted otherwise, like our memory verse, memorizing it in the New International. And we're just reading um, the New English. I've given a, a pretty thorough explanation as to why we do that. And that was in the introductory video. And uh, I'll add that to the end of this video as well. You can go back. That was like the the video before we even began lesson one, the very, 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 very beginning. All right. It's in this playlist, by the way. Uh, so join me on YouTube. Hello, you are. <laughs> uh, where I'll teach each day of the lesson and offer special content not available in these lessons. You'll love it. Hi, glad you're here.
Um, preview day 10, create and share and consider doing a little each day. So I'm going to scroll all the way down. Actually, I won't scroll like that. I'll just swipe all the way down like that. Ta-da! So on day 10, you're going to be illustrating each day of creation. So when we say day one, you're, you're going to illustrate what happens on day one, two, three, and four, five, six, and then finally day seven. Maybe you're already pretty familiar with that. But as you go through the lesson, it's nice to kind of already know what day 10 is going to be doing on that create and share and be thinking about it as you go through. And then tip. Scripture and website references are hyperlinked when you see the online version. So here I have obviously the online version up. And if I hover over that, or if you're using your phone or a tablet, you just tap it. And um, if you hold down, if you're on your computer, if you just click it like this, it will open. And there you go. It'll take us right over to my, oops, not that. <laughs> I will update that link. Let's see, YouTube, oh, that's odd. It, it didn't, instead of going to YouTube, it went to my OneDrive account. I'll fix that later. All right, uh, that's an easy fix on my end to, to help you guys with that. But All right, that's what's nice about the online version. I can just kind of edit real quick and then you can always see the most up-to-date version when you go online. All right, here we go. I'm gonna go ahead and read. As I'm reading, you're gonna write, note the day. So uh, Genesis 1, 1 through 5, the blank day, whatever day that is, um, it, God's actions, just jot down God's actions right there and what he did. All right. So differentiating between those two things and then repeated words or phrases. So God acted in a way and then something happened. That's the what he did part. I, I act um, like my actions are reach and then I have I have this phone in my hand. So that's my action is reach. And then uh, I have the phone. That's what I did. So if that's confusing, um, action and what he did is not the same thing. The action is the verb. And I originally actually typed up the word verb. And I'm like, I don't know. People don't remember verb, noun, pronoun, adjective from grammar school. So maybe I'll just say action. But it's really his verb. And then what actually ended up happening? What did, what did he actually end up doing? I tried to be careful on how I chose my words there. Um, so hopefully that's not too confusing for you. All right, here we go. Uh, back over here to Genesis 1. And as again, as I read, um, you're going to make note of uh, his God's actions and then um, what occurred, what he did. And then um, also as we're going through this, you're going to want to make note of any repeated words or phrases. And again, from um, the lesson one message that I just gave this a couple days ago, um, I talked very specifically about this actual thing, making note of repeated words and phrases. We we learned the word toledote, which is going to come up um, in the next lesson, lesson three. And then I use that as a reminder to ask you to please make note as you're learning to study the Bible of repeated words or phrases. So there you go. You get a chance to practice it right now. Here we go. Reading Genesis 1, 1 to 2, 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was without shape and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the watery deep. But the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the water. God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good. So God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. There was evening and there was morning, marking the first day. All right, here we go. So I'm going to We'll move in on this one because this will set the pattern for the rest and i've actually highlighted so you can see god's actions god created there it is in pink and uh, god was moving um and god said god saw god separated god called 
those are all God's actions. You're going to make note of those either on this note page here or maybe in the margin of your Bible. And then what did God do? Like what actually ended up occurring? God said, and then what did he, what was his, what did he do? Let there be light. And there was light. Okay. So there was light. And then he saw that the light was good. So that's something that God did. And uh, there was evening and there was morning marking the first day. So on that line that says what day you're going to write first day, God's actions. And I just listed those all off in pink created moving said spirit of God said, uh, saw separated and called. And then, uh, what he did, he said, and this is what he said, let there be light. And there was light, light appeared. Wow. Right. Okay. And then of course, first day. All right. So there's your pattern. And using that, we're going to walk through each of these and make note. I don't have every single verb noted for you here, but I know you get the drift. And as I'm reading, you go ahead and write that in, or maybe just, um, let them wash, let the word of God wash over you as I'm reading this to you now, if you've already completed it and maybe think about it again. Here we go. Verse six, God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separated water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above it. It was so God called the expanse sky. There was evening. There was morning the second day. Are you getting the pattern now? God's verbs. God said, God made, God called. And then what, what he actually ended up doing expanse here, uh, separating. Okay. And then second day, verse nine, God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. It was so God called the dry ground land and gathered the waters. He called seas. God saw that it was good. God said, let the land produce vegetation, plants yielding seeds and trees on the land, bearing fruit, a seed in it, according to their kinds. It was so. The land produced vegetation, plants yielding seeds, according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seeds in it, according to their kinds. God saw that it was good. There was evening, there was morning, a third day. So are you seeing a pattern now in repeated words and phrases? God saw it was good. We've already, he's already said that before. There was evening and there was morning. A third day. So that's a repeated phrase. Write that in a way that, that works. Abbreviate that and uh, start looking for those patterns. This is where using a good Bible with wide margins helps as well. And you can keep those notes in your Bible as you go through it. Verse 14. God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them be signs to indicate seasons and days and years and let them serve as lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth. It was so. Have you heard that phrase before? Okay. You getting the hint? You getting the idea? Here we go. Verse 16. God made two great lights, the greater light to rule over the day and the lesser light to rule over the night. He made the stars also. God placed the lights in the expanse of the sky to shine on the earth, to preside over the day and the night, to separate the light from the darkness. God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, a fourth day. Verse 20, God said, let the water swarm with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the sky. God created the great sea creatures and every living and moving thing with which the water swarmed according to their kinds. And every winged bird according to its kind. God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the water in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. There was evening and there was morning, a fifth day. Verse 24, God said, 
Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, cattle, creeping things, wild animals, each according to its kind. It was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds and cattle according to their kinds and all the creatures that creep along the ground according to their kinds. God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image after our likeness so they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth, over all the creatures that move on the earth. Verse 27, God created humankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I now give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the entire earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the animals of the earth and to every bird of the air and to all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has living breath in it, I give every green plant for food. It was so. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. There was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Chapter 2. The heavens and the earth were completed with everything that was in them. By the seventh day, God finished the work that he had been doing, and he ceased on the seventh day all the work that he had been doing. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he ceased all the work that he had been doing in creation. All right, there we go. All right, so hopefully you've taken some notes, jotted down the repeated phrases, words that you've heard in um, the final uh, connecting point, I'd like you to take a look back at Psalm 104. Make connections from Psalm 104 back to God and the days of creation. Go back through each passage above, adding descriptions from the psalm to the passages they fit with. Highlight verses 33 through 34, and be sure to join me on this day of the lesson for something special. Hi! <laughs> Thank you for joining me. So the something special I, I went ahead and added at the very beginning, and that was me teaching you that song. And I'm going to sing it for you again in just a second so you can catch that. And if you're not too embarrassed, and if you're not around anybody, sing it with me. See if you can join me and see if you can get that. Wouldn't it be amazing if you were able to get the verse memorized right here on your very first day? All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at Psalm 104 again. I'm going to bring it up again in the NIV simply because that's uh, that's the version that I ended up writing it to. And uh, let me go ahead. Oh, I don't want to do it that way. I'm just going to click my little parallel Bible. Click because it automatically opens to that. All right. So um, Psalm 104, and I'm just going to skim this through with you and you, you think about what I'm saying and maybe add some of your own as well. What connects back to these days of creation and is listed here in the song? Lord, you are very great. You're clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent, lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters, makes the clouds his chariot, rides on the wings of the wind, makes wind his messengers, flames of fire his servants. So right here at the very beginning, I want you to key into verse two. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. Isn't that a beautiful way to phrase that? Wraps himself with light as with a garment. Just You could just picture the majesty of God wrapped in light itself. So this, for me, this keys me back in the beginning. God said, let there be 
light, right? So simple. Just God speaking. It's God speaking. Uh, he set the earth on its foundations. This this reminds me of the day when he separates and the, the land appears. The water goes back to where it could be. He says, at your rebuke, the waters fled. Just like it says here in verse 7. Uh, just kind of skimming down here. He makes springs pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. Again, you can visualize the mountains coming up and being separated from the waters and the ravines just filling in as the water tumbles down and the land appears and the water goes to where it's supposed to go. He makes the grass grow for the cattle. The grass had to be there. The vegetation had to be there so that the cattle could later come and they would have something to eat. So we go back to those days of creation, write those in, mark it in the margin of your Bible and just see the beautiful connection of Psalm 104 to that. I'm going to move over here to verse 19. He made the moon to mark the seasons, right? So we have God putting the, the, the lights in the sky that tell us the seasons, the moon and the stars and the sun that mark uh, the opening and the closing of moving from season to season, even from day to night and night today, right? We have the lions roaring for their prey. We have you know, wild animals. We have domesticated animals listed in this chapter as well. So you see the beautiful parallel here of Psalm 104. I love how David closes this Psalm. I'll let you add more. I'm not going to give you all of those, but I'll let you add some more of your details as you see them as well. And we are going to get into Psalm 104 more as we move throughout our, our lesson. So we don't have to worry about being exhaustive on this very first day. Uh, verses 33 and 34, you just hear the psalmist's heart erupt here. I'll sing to the Lord all my life. I'll sing praise to my God as long as I live. My meditation, may it be pleasing to him. All the things that he's been writing, all the things that he's been saying, that he wants it to be pleasing to God as he rejoices in the Lord. And then he turns us, oftentimes Psalms do, uh, and gets, we call this being imprecatory, imprecatory. Uh, but may sinners vanish from the earth. <laughs> he calls out the bad guys, right? He's just horrified that people wouldn't get how great and how good God is. And so he wants them to vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. He just wants people who get it and love God. And don't you feel the same in, in many ways as well? All right, uh, let me go ahead and close uh, with this portion of our, our time together, just reading to you uh, from my heart to yours. When I was in grade school, one of my favorite things to do was to invent new recipes. I find ingredients in the fridge, freezer or pantry and concoct something new and yummy to try out on my sisters, mom and dad. Only occasionally did the dog end up with the with my idea. And so creating is fun and even energizing. I still love to come up with new things, recipes, songs, writings. As I read through Genesis, as I read through these days of God creating, I'm reminded that God created me exactly like that. Gave me the curiosity, the joy, the interest and the ideas to create. And I pray as you read and dwell in the word throughout this study that you will not just do, but truly dwell in the word with the mind and the heart of a creator, because that is what you are. As a loved creation, you were made in his image. The image of a creating God is imprinted on you. So go read, think, and create as you let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And let me close again with this and just sing, and maybe you can sing with me as well, our memory verse song for, um, for this lesson. Here we go. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God. As long as I live, may my 
Meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. All right. Thank you for being here with me in this study. As always, I enjoy our time together. I love hearing from you. I like connecting and uh, hearing your comments, questions, thoughts, ideas. I love it all. So thank you for dropping those here and uh, leaving those with me as well. Be sure to share this and invite friends to join you in this Bible study as well. And as always, know that you are loved and prayed for, and I look forward to being back here again with you real soon. Bye-bye.